Welcome to church. Outstanding, outstanding. Well, we are in a series called Revival. Can we all say Revival? And uh, what this little uh, three-week series is about is uh, really revival within us. You see, I, uh, I've uh, been following the Lord for 28 years now since I gave my heart to the Lord. And I'm a fairly consistent kind of person. That's my, my nature is, uh, I feel like I'm quite consistent. But I know without a shadow of a doubt, there are times, there are many times where I need to come to the Lord to ask for my own encounter, my own revival, my own moments where he would touch my life and inspire me and, and push me forward in my world. And I know that that would be true, I'm sure, for all of us here today. That there's moments, there's times sometimes where we need to come to him for a bit of a personal revival. And I just love as a church that we are putting time into this. We've just come out of a fast, a time of prayer and fasting this week. And uh, as I went into that fast, I, was, I just thought it was, it was matching up so perfectly with this series. The fast was on. A lot of it was about us as a church uh, praying into what's ahead of us with our Christmas Spectacular coming up this weekend ahead of us at Silverwater. And we've got the Marylands and Bankstown and all around the city. We're praying to that, but I just believe at the same time as we're praying about things like that, that there was going to be moments for us as a church, moments for us as individuals to have beautiful revival moments on our lives. And I felt it for me. I felt it for my life, and I know that it's there for others, that God wants to revive us here today. He wants to touch us here today. He actually wants to see us go from one place to another. And can I say, God is not wanting to take you backwards. There is only one direction he wants to take you in, and it is forward, and it is closer to him. And it is a, a relationship that he is wanting for it today to grow stronger. And through a beautiful moment here today, I believe that we'll all have encounters with him, that he will touch us that he would reveal himself to us, that we would feel him on our lives and it would be like our own personal revival in this place here today. Because we need it. We need it because we're humans and humans drift. We drift. I read a story this week about a gentleman. His name was Jose Salvador from El Salvador. It's like I'm Hartley Sydney from Sydney. Anyway, this gentleman was a fisherman. And a number of years ago, he set out from Mexico on a fishing trip. He had a reasonable sized boat. It wasn't like a dinghy. It was a, a reasonable sized boat. And two days into this fishing adventure, his motor conked out. And then a massive storm hit. And this man found himself stranded at sea. Not only was he stranded at sea, but he started to drift. He drifted for 438 days. He drifted for 10,700 kilometers. He went from Mexico and ended up in a group of islands way above the Solomon Islands. 438 days he was adrift. That's a long way off his mark. 
And we might be here today and we haven't felt like we've done a drift quite to that uh, length. But we might have even have just drifted for a moment. Today we can come back. Today I believe the Lord is calling us back. Today the Lord wants to touch us. That the drift today can cease and we can receive from him what he wants for each of us here today. That the drift would end. And sometimes what I've found is we just need some moments. We need some some opportunities to just stand, to just lay ourselves before him and say, yep, today, Lord, yep, this moment, Lord, touch me. I'm reaching out. I'm standing before. I'm giving you my life afresh. I want you to touch my life. Sometimes we just need a moment like that. And in that moment, my experience is he does not let us down that he comes and he touches us. He comes and he moves on our life. And you might be here today and it's been a tough year, it's been a hard year and you're tired and it's, it's feeling like that. It's feeling like, I just can't wait to get to Christmas. I just can't wait to get to the holiday. I just can't wait to get to the end of December. I'm believing that you don't even have to wait to then, that today can be your day of refreshing. Today can be your personal revival day. Today can be your day where you leave here, not feeling worn down, not feeling tired, not feeling the burdens of life, but you can come out of here today with your red socks on, feeling on top of life, feeling good about tomorrow, feeling good about what November and December has and next year into 2017, that today can be your day. And why am I confident in this? Because I know our God and I know what a moment does in the presence of God. On Tuesday night this week, we had our fortnightly Tuesday prayer service. And a team of us came and we came into this place and we set apart an hour of our time to pray. We prayed for the church. We actually prayed for all of us. We prayed for the members of this church. We prayed for our generation. We prayed for a whole lot of things, but as we sought the Lord in prayer, His presence, I felt it just getting thicker and thicker and thicker. And we had a moment at the end of the prayer service that I just felt like it was like a river moment, a moment where we could just dive in the river, that we could receive from Him, that there was a fresh touch for Him, that 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 moment in the presence of God was going to help us in life. And I believe that river is going to continue here today. There's going to be a moment for us to dive in, to jump in, to reach out and get a fresh touch from God for our lives on this day because we are the church and this is a moment, a time in the week that we have set apart and when we do this, I know that God pours out His Spirit. He pours it out on us. He pours it out on each of us because He wants us to be touched. He wants us all to be in that place of revival where we have him as Lord of our lives, where we have him as number one, where we carry that desire to honour him, to serve him. We have that desire to live life like Mick and Rhonda Sabat live life, where he's clearly number one through all seasons. For this week, for next week, for next year, the next decade, it's just like that's how life's done, where he has Lord. He's Lord in our lives. And that's a beautiful place to be. It's like coming back and 
Maybe we've drifted and today it's like, I'm coming back to that first love. I'm coming back and I'm asking Holy Spirit for you to touch lives here today, to touch all of us. Because it's a good way to live where sometimes we're just like, God, I need more of you. I need more of you. I want your fresh touch. I want you to bring revival back in my life because maybe you've lost some appetite for some of the things of God. You've lost appetite maybe for the Word of God. You've lost some appetite for prayer. You've lost some appetite to reach out to your family and friends. You've lost some appetite to serve. Today I'm believing that we'd have that revival, that we'd get that appetite back and that life would change this week that things would, would shift in our lives. Many of us here have cars and probably most of us, probably on about a weekly basis, go and put petrol in that car. But occasionally the car needs a service. We need that thing that kind of breaks and replaces some other parts. It might be some spark plugs and some spark leads and maybe it's fresh oil and it's a little bit of an adjustment here and there to make that thing hum again. And today can be like a little bit of a, a time of service on our lives because we want things to hum again. We want that fresh touch. We want God to just really do his work so that we are in a place that he wants us to be. So today, I believe, is that day for many of us. Think about the story in the Bible, the lady who, who reached out, the lady with the issue of blood, she reached out just to touch that garment of Jesus. And Jesus knew something had happened. He said, power has gone from me. And here today, I'm believing that power, power will flow, that it will touch our lives. And there'll be breakthroughs, there'll be healings, there'll be transformations in us. Because this we read the Word of God, there's many times where in a moment of time, revival occurs in lives. I think about Ezekiel's vision in Ezekiel 37. And it says, again, he said to me, prophesy over these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the Word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter you that you may come to life. I'll put sinews on you, make flesh grow back on you, cover you with skin and put breath in you that you may come alive and you will know that I am the Lord. Today, fresh breath from heaven to fall on us to bring us alive again, to bring us alive believing for moments like this. John 20, 22. And when he had said this, this is Jesus, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. Believe that there's moments where that breath of heaven is there to touch us, to come into us, to revitalize us, to bring us alive again. See, when someone loses their breath or they're not breathing anymore, they say that. They've, they've breathed their last. Without breath, there's no movement in our bodies. It's like we're stagnant. But today, breath coming. Breath coming. 
can go six weeks without food, three days without water, but about three minutes without breath. We need breath in our lives. When I was in high school, I did a, a subject for my HSC. My HSC, the high school certificate, was what it was called 22 odd years ago when I was at high school. And I did a subject called PDHPD. It was physical development, health, physical education. You think they could have come up with a better word than that. However, this was a subject that was worth one unit. I think I had to do 12 units uh, for the HSC, so it wasn't like you had an option to do three units of this, but there was a unit. And uh, back in my early days, I thought maybe I would become a doctor. So I thought it'd be a good subject for that. So, and I liked uh, all things around health. And uh, I can remember I had an assessment and it actually, part of the marks for this went back uh, towards my HSC in year 12. And what it was, was I had to learn CPR and actually perform CPR on like a, on a dummy in front of my classmates and my teacher. And I remember trying to learn all the things you had to learn about how many of them you have to do, how many of these you had to do. And it came to the little exam we had to do and there's that thing laid before us and other mouths had gone on that and we wiped the mouth. It's pretty grotty when you think about it. It became my turn. Anything that I'd studied about the rhythms and the timing and all the numbers went out the window. I stood there and I was like, I got no idea. I've forgotten everything. So I'm like, um, few of them and few of them and got it all wrong. Just forgot everything. I remember my teacher coming up to me and says, well, um, this is a true story. She said, I'm going to give you full marks because I know if it was in real life, you would have got it right. I'm thinking to myself, if I can't get it right to a dummy with no pressure in front of my classmates, how would I ever get that right in real life? But I took the marks. I was quite grateful for the full marks to help me towards my massive HSC results that I got. However, you know, that thing, you're taught that because, because breath gives life, doesn't it? Breath gives life. And today, fresh breath from heaven can give you the life you might need, can give you the life that you are really maybe just needing to push you forward to get that fresh touch from heaven. And what I love when we get that, that, that breath of heaven just on the inside of us, it starts flooding out of us. Psalms 156, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That starts to be that, that's what comes out of us. As we get that on the inside of us, that's what bubbles out is this, this, this praising the Lord. It's that, that, that thing where when we're in conversations, when we're in life, we just can't help but praise Him. We just can't help but to praise the Lord. And we live in a world where I think there's a, there's a pulling for the supernatural. I mean, Saturday nights on TV, I am pretty sure that one in three weeks, there is a Harry Potter movie on. It was on last night. Now, I've never watched a Harry Potter movie. I have a lifetime goal to not watch a Harry Potter movie. However, you know, that whole area of the supernatural and magic and 
it's something that's out there. The world's kind of like putting it out there in different shows and different movies and, and TV programs. It's like it, it's like it's there's a pull towards it. But I want to say here today, that's God is the God of the supernatural. And the last thing we should do as the church is, oh, that's is put a door on that and, and shut that out of the church and, and God's not into that and, and that was just for the, the early church. No, it's for the church of today. We need the move of the supernatural from heaven to help us in this life, to have the breath of God come, God come on our lives. We need it. We should desire it. We should be living life saying, touch me. I want that. Because as I read the word of God, that's how he works. There are moves of the supernatural. Things just aren't safe. It's not like where to live life in Christ and never feel Him, never sense Him, never know where the Holy Spirit is. No, it's there to be felt. It's there to guide us, to, to be on our lives. I think about Acts. On the day of Pentecost, it says in Acts 2, 1, when the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. Here they are in a room and that's the kind of sound that's coming through. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting and divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And we read on in that same chapter and then Peter got up and he started declaring the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that 3,000 souls were added that day. There was a move of God. But where did really that big revival start? It started from that outpouring into the lives of the people in that upper room. It's always going to start with us. We should never just believe for a a kind of a, a magical revival from heaven without it being on the inside of us, where it's not touching us, where it's not in us first, and then out of that it flows to others. We need to make sure that in this life, that's how we live. We're living with God moving, where the Holy Spirit is touching us. Let's get that revival on the inside of us. Get that revival. Get in the river. Let it bubble out of us. John 7, 37, 38 says on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of rivering water. There should be this, this river flowing up out of us. This river today, this river tomorrow, this river on Saturday night at six o'clock when we put on a spectacular event here, not just for us, not just for our children, but for the people out there, for the people outside these wars that may not make it into church next Sunday morning. But can I tell you, as you invite them on for a Saturday night event, for carols, for a show, for Santa, for free food, for free drinks, for face painting, for giant slides, for jumping castle, for incredible rides, for a, a mighty youth area, basketball. As we invite people to that, do you know what? People are going to come. People are going to say, that sounds good. And in the middle of all of that, there will be a short 
powerful gospel message. There will be us as the church showing true love to people. It'll be us glowing to them. And I'm excited about that. Can't think of anything grander coming into Christmas than putting on an event so that others, people that might not make it the a church any other time this year will come. They will feel, they will see, they will sense Him. In John, there's another verse that talks up that this water gives us a fountain within us. Some translations say a fresh bubbling spring, a spring welling up, a spring within gushing fountains of endless life. See, God's not a pie where it's kind of divided up and there's a limited. No, He's the unlimited God. He can pour out and pour out and pour out. And I believe He wants to do that today. He wants to pour out. And don't ever think that you're unqualified. You are qualified to have a touch from God here today. It's not about perfect lives. It's just about us opening up a heart. And I think we can all do that here today. Might be something that's a bit of a blockage for you. God doesn't need five hours to dialogue with you, to walk you through that for forgiveness or to let go of that. It can happen in an instant. God, I release that to you. God, I'm sorry for that. God, I forgive that person. It can happen in an instant. And then he can come into our lives and touch us. And God encounters are good. I've had many over my life. I know there'll be many more had on counters right here on this altar. I remember coming into this auditorium a little while back, midweek. I walked out of my office, I came in here and I just had a massive God encounter, like a life-changing God encounter in here, on my own, in prayer, just walking around this auditorium. Been in prayer services, same thing. Just encounters, moments, feeling that presence. Breath of God sometimes. Sometimes it's like a fire comes on the inside of our hearts. Sometimes it's like diving in a river. Sometimes it's like a refreshing. It happens in so many different ways for different ones of us. But all I know is God is alive. He moves in the supernatural. He wants to take us from one place into another. And it's never backwards in God. It's always forward. And if we would just open ourselves up here today, I'm believing that you can have your revival moment, your moment of refreshing. And I'm going to ask the band to come because I want to create some room now, create a bit of a space. In a moment, the band's going to sing. We're going to stand. And there'll be a moment for us just to stand in His presence. For some of you, I'm going to say, just come out of your seat. Let's have an altar here that's just, just ready. Ready for a touch of God. Ready to have a hand laid on you, believing for the touch, believing that there'll be something for you here today that will 
encourage your heart, inspire your faith. Do something deep on the inside of you. A moment in His presence. A moment for you. A moment for you today. A moment for you. A moment for you. that there's such a deep love for God, for people, for your life. A God who is close. God who wants to touch you here today in this moment. presence here right now. bow your heads, close your eyes. I'm just going to just going to ask you to respond. If you want a fresh touch here today, if you want revival to come into your heart, just just lift your hand and say, yeah. I, I need some revival. People everywhere just saying, yeah, that's me. Just reach out even in this moment. Say yes. Revival. 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 Such a beautiful thing. His hands have been seen. He always wants to touch. Sometimes we've just got to step into it. Jump in the river. Open our hearts. Open our hearts. Open our hearts.